0: but this is newsies the musical
1: newsies um, newsies hey hey i'm walking Brooklyn's here, here. <laughs>
0: hey i'm walking this is the part of the show where we just do accents Hello, and welcome to episode 36 of Theater Nerds.
1: I'm your host, Rachel Jones.
0: And I'm your other host, Taylor Reed. Theater Nerds is a podcast about our obsessions with theater where we will explore all aspects of theater musicals and everything in between
1: this podcast is not set up to be a deep dive into technique or theater history but we're hopeful that no matter if you're an enthusiast like us or if you've only seen your halloween party's production of my son pinocchio jr you'll enjoy this podcast so cue the orchestra and come nerd out with us
0: In case you guys didn't know, you can find us on all major podcast platforms.
1: That's right. You can also leave us a star rating and review on Spotify and Apple Podcasts.
0: To find out more about the Theater Nerd cult, check us out at theaternerdpod.com, or you can also find us on Instagram and Twitter at Theater Nerd Pod and on Facebook at Theater Nerd Podcast.
1: In today's episode, we're discussing Disney Theatrical Productions Part 2. Part dos.
0: All right, Rachel, here we are falling into disney here we are falling in falling in guys do you get the pun
1: (laughs) no say it one more time because they definitely didn't get it we're falling in
0: like (laughs) like a bunch of leaves like we're jumping into a pile of disney
1: leaves (laughs) right now and you know just like sweeping up leaves we're gonna talk about someone else who's gotta sweep not leaves but chimneys
0: What a segue. Rachel's the queen of, of segues. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I just want to ask you, Rachel, big picture yeah. question. What? Okay. How okay. do you feel after our first episode of the falling yeah. into Disney? Part yeah. one. How do you feel about Disney as a whole? Like, what are your, do you have like thoughts on? D- because yeah. Disney, as far as Disney theatrical, when we started in 1993, you know. Mm-hmm. started the history it was it's very different than even it is now when we're gonna look at it now uh, in this episode so what yeah.
1: are your thoughts
0: on it as a whole
1: i don't know i i mean i disney in general puts out so much content all the time i mean right. I, I i fear opening my disney app my disney plus app because there's just so much stuff all the time <laughs> Yep. Um. Because I just feel like I'm constantly missing out. So it, it's interesting to me to think about how much content Disney has produced. Both, you know, Big Disney and then Disney Channel and then the subsidiaries of, of what is now Disney. Right. And think, we've really only had 15, maybe, maximum, some kind of... Broadway type or theatrical production of all of that content. Right, it's kind of crazy to think about. You would think, I mean, that's still a lot. Like, I I don't want to minimize that because that no, no one else is doing that many from the same company. But I do think it's interesting um, that there's only in, but but you know, it's only been 29 years, really, officially.
0: That's true. So
1: that's a lot in that amount Mm -hmm. of time. I think the other thing that I was thinking about in terms of Disney theatrical productions is that we, that I I think that there was something about how innocent it was. And maybe Mm -hmm. this is not true at the beginning. Like it, Beauty and the Beast really thrived, which we talked about last week. But I don't think, I don't know if they knew it would. Mm Mm-hmm. And so I liked that they they kind of tried a few things, and as we talked about last week, Tarzan did not work. Right. But I I just I like
0: R.I.P. I don't Tar- know Tarzan.
1: <laughs> yeah, I really yeah. I like it. I and I like that they stick to the same kind of storyline that they present in the Disney movies. And at the same time, add something so people feel like they want to go see the show Mm -hmm. beyond the fact that it's live actors and, you know, a stage production. That there's something more that the show gives us, that, like the stage production, that the uh, musical movie didn't. Now, Mm -hmm. we're going to see a lot more of that today when we talk about the few musicals. There's a lot more that these stage musicals give us than i think the movies do.
0: Yeah, i totally agree. And yeah, i feel like at the time, you know, in the late in early 90s, i'm sure like yes, the movies had been a hit. you know, we talked about that last week. The movies had been hits at the box office and in the cultural pop culture zeitgeist. Um mm-hmm. But I think as far as Broadway, because the, the, you know, the theater, everyone has said that, you know, with their noses <laughs> up, like, oh, yeah. you know, the theater is for this only one specific thing. And I think at the time, I'm sure it was like, why is Disney doing this? Like, what was the, I'm sure the attitudes were kind of like, oh, this is probably going to fail.
1: Yeah. So I I a good visual here. For our theater friends who go go to the theater and have and seen things loves in the visuals theater,
0: for a podcast,
1: <laughs> everyone loves a good visual. <laughs> you know, I've I am guilty of this, but just imagine yourself. You're at a seven thirty, maybe it's an eight pm uh, production of a, a musical that you really want to see. You dressed the part. You maybe went out to dinner. This is like your night out. You paid way too much money for these tickets on Broadway. You don't want to look at your financial statements for like the next Mm -hmm. eight months because you paid all your money. And you're just there to experience this amazing thing. And then you sit down and you realize that there's like a kid five seats over from you. Right. And you are terrified about the fact that they're going to talk the whole time. Or you're sitting in front of a kid who can't see and you can like hear them or they're sitting in front of you and they're moving about in their booster seat. So we've all been there. And you're like, why? Sometimes I've, I've been this person. Why did that person bring a child here? Right. Which would have been my parents once again at the Oklahoma yep. production in two thousand and one. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so
0: Rachel was just like say
1: that for that. I just <laughs>
0: wanna say no and I wanna leave. <laughs>
1: uh, I loved it, but I'm sure the okay. people around me didn't love okay. me. So I think you think about that as an experience as an adult, um, or as someone who's like actually paying for the ticket and you're thinking like wait, you're gonna advertise a, a musical on Broadway that is kid-centered kind of yeah. that like is and, and obviously at this point it had been some time but not that much time but like still you're dealing with Beauty and the Beast you're not yet even dealing with nostalgia which is part yeah. of why we now go see Disney shows right is right. Right? like oh I grew up watching that movie now I'm going right like this is like the movie and then yeah. immediately yeah. we yeah. have a show On On Broadway with a beauty I mean, the
0: first show we're going to talk about kind of is the the first nostalgia type of...
1: Yes, I agree. But I'm just thinking about how so much was against them. Yeah. Like, obviously, they probably knew parents would take their kids and financially, they could get parents to bring their children. But I do wonder if they thought it would be that successful because you have 150 people who are kids and the other 150 people who are their parents
0: right, right. <laughs> at, a
1: sh- at every show almost.
0: Yeah. Well, if you think about it too, they were kind of filling a void in the theater space, in the Broadway space, in the, of, of, yeah. Cause if you think about it, like what did kids have? I guess they had frog and toad. <laughs> i guess that's that's all they had (laughs) and um we saw at our Chinese rewind we saw how thrilled those kids were watching um frog and toad so Um, but they
1: didn't have anything in the same kind of i don't i don't think they had we should go back and look but i I don't think that they had any thing where it was once a movie as a kid a movie right and then a musical. And now right. I could be wrong, because now I need to look up when Annie was. But that would have been the only other thought well, I had. Wasn't Annie, Annie like a
0: comic strip first?
1: 1982 like was the film. Yeah. Wasn't Annie a and comic strip? And then when did it, it went on Broadway 1977. So Annie would have been before this, and Frog and Toad was actually after Beauty right, and the Beast. Right, right, that's true.
0: That's true. I know. So, I just wanted to make a frog and toad joke, Rachel. Come sorry. On. I know every,
1: yeah. Take a every. shot. Every time Taylor says frog and toad, <laughs> except for those people who are driving to work, please don't. Yeah. yeah. Take a Thank shot of know. that coffee.
0: True. True. Okay.
1: Um. But yeah, so the, the, yeah.
0: the, I think, Personally, and maybe we'll talk about this more next week too. But the the attitude around Disney now is very different than it, as far as Disney so productions of, of how it was twenty years ago. So I think, but I well, think well, Disney does it best now, right? I think that's, that's what people a think. Good Perspective to have, of course, yeah. Um, and we're
1: gonna see. I think this is the. I mean, obviously, Beauty and the Beast and and the ones we talked about last week definitely transition us to dis- quote Disney does it best. But I think. I think that this week is the week that we really transition to trusting Disney doing it best. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I agree. I think this, yeah, these shows we're going to talk about are Disney at some of their best, if not the best.
1: Yeah. yeah. I agree. Yeah. So let's so talk first, about the shows. Let's talk about the shows. Let's fall yeah. into them. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> let's um. fall down the chimney.
0: Ooh. Ooh. And um I don't know any Mary. I don't know Mary Poppins. <laughs> that, very sounds... Well. I know. that
1: sounds like we are Santa Claus.
0: Mm hmm. We're not talking about Tim Allen Santa Claus. We're talking about Mary Poppins. Which
1: could we make that a musical? I'd be dumb. I'm kinda here for it.
0: Um, All right. Mary Poppins, the musical. <laughs> uh, based on the nineteen sixty four movie. So this is what I was talking about about that nostalgia a little bit. Um yeah. Kids that were, I mean, listen, this was like the Broadway production. The West End, original West End was 2004. So this was like 40 years later. 40 years. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So if you were, you know. So a parents old, are taking
1: their children. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah, for sure. Um, so this is, you know, the Richard, the Sherman Brothers music and lyrics um a book by julian fellow fellow fellows is it fellows i don't know (laughs) of course based on the movie a mary poppins by walt disney but also the book by pl travers i'm gonna reference um that movie saving mr banks a lot because that movie is so good because
1: it's so good yeah Could we do an inception where we now do a musical version of saving Mr. Banks based off of or
0: even like a play version of it? I'd be
1: down.
0: (gasps) Ooh. And then just get Emma Thompson on stage. That would be awesome. (laughs) And and Tom Banks.
1: Oh, Tom Hanks. The father (laughs) of all. Tom
0: Hanks. Tom Hanks. Oh, so for some, for some, for some just hit background history about this show. So apparently, in 1993, um, theater producer Cameron McIntosh, who you guys may know, he produced Les Mis. He produced um, Phantom of the Opera. He produced Cats. He produced um, Miss Saigon, Oliver, and then Hamilton
1: on the West End. I don't know if you knew that. but Well, and he was in. He was in shows also. Yeah. Before yeah. he was a producer, right? So he was in yeah. Side by mm-hmm. Side by Sound Sondheim and others. He
0: met with P.L. Travers. And he acquired the book rights to, to develop a stage production. Um, and she agreed that to have a stage production, as long as the creators were all English, which I think is amazing.
1: Which is... Yeah. So much. I can't. We no, don't have enough no, time to unpack that. Yeah.
0: And he, and again, here we go. No one who had worked on the Disney film. No
1: one. <laughs> Isn't that up. wild?
0: Yeah. Yeah. So she died three years later. And yeah. then Kim McIntosh born. and Thomas Schumacher, the head of Disney, who we talked about last week, Disney mm-hmm. Theatrical Productions, um, started talking about the show. And I do think it's interesting that. No, go ahead.
1: I was going to say, isn't it interesting that he acquired the rights, that Cameron acquired, Disney acquired the rights specifically for to making it a musical or a stage adaptation in 1993? Yeah. It took so long.
0: It took a long time. Well, it's interesting to me that, like, she didn't die that long after, and then, then he was like, let's, let's, you know, talk with Disney then, now, now that she's then gone. Then six
1: years later. yeah Yeah, but then six years later they had just an outline
0: yeah that's true that's true so but then the show was mounted so it started in the west end in 2004 so that's only three years later or two years later Mm -hmm. after the outline was written so Mm -hmm. i mean it takes a long time to make a show but i think there was so i think this one in particular there was so much whimsy about the film and, like, the animated part and stuff like that, that I feel like it's, like, it's a little bit harder to put on stage than a couple of, I don't know, maybe I'm wrong, but.
1: Remember Tarzan.
0: That's true. That's true. You're right.
1: <laughs> I mean, I, what, what it says here is that there was a workshop of the show that was held at the end of 2003 um, using the cast of My Fair Lady, which was currently on, at playing at London's Old Vic Theatre, which is insane so the show had just closed and they were like we're keeping everyone for an extra two weeks to do a workshop of this show mary poppins to see if we can get it
0: alive as a as a west end actor
1: (laughs) isn't that insane and then literally they um had they started in 2004 in september so that's not that much longer yeah that's like nine months later they were moving to the west end uh
0: and then the, the i feel like even that, like even with the sequel of Mary Poppins with Emily Blunt, like Mary Poppins is this role that like obviously because it's Julie Andrews. I mean, it's so how do you like how do you right. capture that essence of Julie Andrews? Yeah. But I actually think Laura Michelle Kelly, who played her on the West End, um, I think she's phenomenal. I actually love her. I love her voice. I love every like. Oh, she's so great. Any thoughts?
1: No. <laughs> well and I then like, your, be- I mean, your beloved
0: Gavin Lee who
1: I was gonna say I have yeah. lots of I have yeah. I love yeah. Gavin Lee and he mm. played uh in the original West End production and then he moved also as uh originating the original um Broadway production of yeah. playing Bert. Yeah. He's so also, good. He's so also good. Also another
0: Gavin also played Bert, Gavin Creel in two thousand six. <gasps> so I would have Yay! loved to see that also would have loved
1: that i mean let's talk quickly about how this show this musical adaptation stage version is different than the film because there i feel like there are a lot of components
0: and i actually okay so i said before we were recording that i've never seen a production i actually just remembered i have seen a production of this a college production which is actually really great but rachel you've seen this professionally done you've seen a yeah i saw it touring
1: yes yes, the national tour so
0: also speak Mm -hmm. on that because you've seen it you know, more professionally done than I have. But,
1: and I recently just saw it. Yes. In Nashville Repertory Theater did it last spring.
0: Wonderful, wonderful. Yeah, it's so fresh, it's in, the fresh mind. in the mind. It's fresh. Mm. Yes.
1: Um. Okay. Yeah. Let's talk about how this show is different. I mean, I first of all, just full disclosure, I really, really, really love the musical version of this more than this film version. That's controversial. Hot I get it. But, you know, I was not alive when the film was created. And so Contrary I'm watching belief. the film. <laughs> I know. I'm watching the film. What? Yeah. Uh, when, was, when did the film come out? In 64? So 64, I'm watching the film so like,
0: like 30 years later.
1: 30 some yeah. years later.
0: Yeah.
1: So, uh, you know, I at least... I just don't have the same kind of tie to it. So there's a right. loyalty that's different. I also, I mean, that's not to say that I don't watch Mary Poppins, the film. I totally do. I just love the stage version for a few different reasons. Number one, it the the show, the storyline lends itself so well to a narrator yeah. and to like being able to be adaptable on stage. So it's so easy It's easy. Bert is the narrator. He's busking, and he's Bert, and it's so great, and it doesn't feel out of place. He breaks the fourth wall, just like he does in the movie, but it Mm -hmm. feels better because you're actually there and can react to him, so that's really great. But the other part that I think is potentially better is that the characters feel a little bit more three-dimensional because you see them, um, Mm -hmm. and... In a, in a variety of ways. And the weird, I don't understand these references of like the home, the semi homeless woman, right? like mm-hmm. unhoused person, or the, um, the weird banking scenes that are in the movie yeah. or the, like the sh- the Navy yard ship part where you're just, if you don't understand the context of the time that it's 1960s, you don't, you don't understand it. And it's not told to you. They do such a good job adapting that. And third part, final part. I'm up. I'm obsessed, uh, obsessed with the way that they do in the, fi- in the stage the like moving to a magical world right it is so good it is so funny there are songs that are different or songs that are added and they potentially are the best songs i don't know like they're just it's so good and it feels so ensemble-esque and you understand things a little bit more and you don't feel like you're have to be on an acid trip. So that's, yeah. that is how I feel about the musical.
0: Are you talking about like playing the game or?
1: Yeah. I also love their, uh, I'm not going to lie. Their version of supercalifragilisticexpialidocious is yeah. my favorite. Yeah. It's so good. And then they reprise yeah. it at the end during Bows mm-hmm. And you know, I love, you know, you know, I love a Bows reprise.
0: It does feel like, I remember, I'm just trying to think back to when I saw it. Like it does feel, feel it's a very like full show it's like a full meal it feels like a full meal yeah of a show yeah. um and it really doesn't it actually doesn't feel like a kid show it actually feels no
1: like it doesn't yeah
0: adult um which yeah. i think the movie is kind of like that too to a certain um, respect yeah. um my favorite song if we're gonna talk about song i love i mean i love feed the birds like that song is so good um it's good. But as far as additions, anything can happen, the finale song is so like good. So good. It's so it's good. So and good. I love the way they do her flying in the show. Yeah. And and of yeah. course Bert step in time when he goes you know, up around the proscenium. No, it's so good. It's so good. The,
1: the tap dancing, we, let let us not forget the amount of tap dan- yeah. dancing there is. And I
0: think there is a video of the Broadway cast in, of Step and Doing Step in Time, so we'll link it in we'll the show notes. we will have to look below. it up. Yeah. But anything can happen. I'll just randomly listen to that song because it's such a good song. It's like, oh, so good. And I also, so I,
1: I it is so good. Yeah. I really also like the way that Mary Poppins in the stage version, at least for me, feels more of like she's not a perfect character. Mm-hmm. And like, yeah. it maybe is because we all love Julie Andrews and how dare we say a bad word about her, even mm-hmm. though it's not about her, it's about a character she's playing. I think that right. that's the kind of thing... I, you can't criticize Mary Poppins, but then when you see the stage show, you're like, this is... It's so interesting to see her as a full human. Mm-hmm. And, like, not fully perfect, even though she talks about being perfect, um, which is also such a good song. Mm -hmm. Um, It was nominated,
0: um, just to let you guys know, as far as uh, Olivier Awards, um, it actually was nominated for, like, ten Olivier Awards, and it it won two. Laura Michelle Kelly won, which I think is really great, for Mm -hmm. Best Actress, and then Best Choreography Choreography, it won. And then, as far as Tony Awards in 2007, it was nominated for seven Tony Awards and only won one, which was not crazy. Um, best scenic design yeah which I'm sure it ha- which is just best um, set design, I guess is what they call it now, but I'm sure the sets were really cool. So I remember I was watching looking
1: up what else what else was there That was the year of spring awakening i I wanted to say because I don't think we did at the beginning. Um, the original Broadway production moved to Broadway and debuted on November 16, thousand and six, at the New Amsterdam Theater. We talked about the New Amsterdam Theater last yeah. uh, last episode, and Amsterdam. it closed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, for real. Yeah, and it closed um, on March third, two thousand and thirteen, which is more than six years of running and over two thousand six hundred performances.
0: Huge hit. hit. Huge. I mean, yeah.
1: It closed really only to make room for the next show that was going to be there, which we'll talk about soon.
0: Yeah, I remember going to New York, and uh, Mary Poppins Marquee was still up when I was there, yeah. and that was so cool. Also, we want to shout out Christian Borle played um, Bert at one point, <laughs> oh, which so would have been good. so
1: great to see. I oh. love that. You know, you know, in the yeah. in the in the Broadway and touring production, it the 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 actual stage opens like a book, mm-hmm. yeah. so like the they open the show and literally the stage opens yeah. like a book. Yeah. It's so cool,
0: so cool, so cool. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm um yeah it ran a long time i mean that's a long time and also interesting that it's the first of these disney shows we talked about that started on the west end i mean it obviously is a british story but then moved over to broadway after so that's i also
1: agree i find that interesting yeah Yeah.
0: Yeah. let's go under the sea (laughs) 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 um amazing Aladdin. No, I'm just kidding.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and newbies, <so. laughs> um, We're
0: talking about The Incredible. Little Mermaid, the very yeah. first of the Disney Renaissance movies that based on the 1989 film of the same name, but also the Hans Christian Andersen tale, which really, apparently yeah, the Hans yeah. Christian Andersen, listen, I want a musical gist about the Hans Christian Andersen one because it's dark. It's dark. But you Isn't know who's going
1: to write that? A-L-W. A-what? And really, yeah, that's right.
0: I said that right. (laughs) Listen, this is a segment where we talk about Bad Cinderella for like three seconds.
1: Okay. 30 seconds, go. Yeah. Why? (laughs) (laughs) I just don't understand. Bad Cinderella. Listen, guys, this is the worst. Why to the name change?
0: This is is the worst, in my opinion, the worst title of any, like, why would you do that? Okay, have you listened to the music? I've listened to some of the music, yes. Yeah. That, no, there's why. a song called Bad Cinderella. I know there is.
1: Yeah, that's fine. Like
0: but also, like, it just gives, like, if it's bad, it just gives reviewers. I think like, he oh, means like,
1: bad, like, bad ass, is what I think he means. Like, they call she's it bad. Cinderella. Well, I don't think that. That's really the kind of marketing he wants to go for, but you but know, then you are, marketing is just as bad. Um, here's my thing: I know it's spray painted bad, so that's the yeah. other the other part. I don't but know. I watched you
0: her do it; it was kind of cool.
1: It was cool. The press <laughs> was cool. It was cool. I'm not gonna lie, but with all the controversy on the West End about it, I am intrigued to see how we receive it. We it wasn't that long ago that we also had a Cinderella on the stage, so I'm yeah. just
0: yeah I don't know we'll see we'll see you know it's gonna okay. I saw a headline that was like it's gonna open or start previews like three days before phantom closes <laughs> which I thought was funny
1: he so. really was like I gotta get myself over to bravo because I haven't had like I can't be having my stuff closed. yeah yeah all
0: right that ends the second okay, back of to that. Cinderella. back to back to another, little mermaid little mermaid <laughs> All right, guys. I feel like, in my opinion, this is probably the hardest thing to do on stage because it's mm. a, because it's water. Um, although there <laughs> is singing in the rain, I guess I don't know. Um, I'm crying. This show did a pre-Broadway tryout in Colorado from uh, July to September in 2007, and then the musical began previews November 3rd, 2007, at the lunt Fontaine Theater. Taking over, which is Beating where the Beast. the Beast, yeah,
1: yeah,
0: yeah. The production um, officially opened on wow, that's that's a long preview process. I just realized mm-hmm. January 10th, 2008, and it closed because August you know 3, why. Do you know why? 2009.
1: No, okay. Here's the time where we talk quickly about how Broadway has had a few strikes in its time.
0: Ah. And there
1: was a stagehand strike in 2007.
0: I did not know this.
1: Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah, I think it was like, there was 18 days or 20 days or something like that. We wow. can look it up. But there's been a few strikes in the time of Broadway. And yeah, uh, yeah very interesting. Wow.
0: Yep. So, apparently, this show had been in development for a long time with Disney Theatrical. Back at the time when Beauty and the Beast and Lion King were... Thomas Schumacher, the head of the Disney Theatrical Productions, wanted to... I think it was, like, you know, talked about... I'm sure they had, like, pitches for certain ones. Um, and they talked with Alan Menken, who did the music and all that. that. Um, yeah, it's just interesting that... I mean... I think this, I mean, it didn't run for very long, so I think it was seen as, like, a semi-not-profitable show. Um, well,
1: and it was supposed to have, in 2010, I think, it was supposed to have a national tour that was originally postponed and then never happened.
0: Wow. I would have loved yeah. to see seen a tour of this.
1: I know, but I think that you're right. I think that it was too expensive for them. Yeah. Um,
0: so, and I had heard, I've heard, not to bring up Beauty and the Beast, I've heard, you know, since that closed, the reason why Beauty and the Beast closed is because it was so expensive. Like, apparently, Mm. uh, this is what I've heard in the, you know, since it's closed, but that, like, this is why Disney does
1: it best. They mean, financially, they don't necessarily do it best.
0: Well, that the Beast's, um, like, you know, his get up or whatever, like, they would have to change it, like, every show. And yeah. it was, like, that alone cost, like, thousands of dollars or something. And, which insane. I believe it, but that, I yeah. mean, that ran for a long time, so. Mm-hmm. But also, mm-hmm. if you think about it, they do, they put up shows that have, like, lavish costumes and set, like, they, because they're these, like, animated worlds, which in animation you can pretty much do whatever you want. But then when yeah. you put it up on stage, you're like, oh, wait, how, what, how is this gonna, what does this cost?
1: This is a good case study again. This and Tarzan, where like they had shorter runs. This obviously had a, I think, a bit of a longer run than Tarzan. Yeah, yeah. And the reception of it was pretty good, but like the licensing, like everyone, I mean, the amount of times people have used Little Mermaid Junior or Little Mermaid, like they're making money off of licensing it. And so this is something else. I know we will talk about this at the end of episode three because we, we can't forget that Broadway is a business. Right. But, like, Disney knows how to shut it down when they're not making enough money. Yeah. And then they recoup it in other ways.
0: Yep. For sure. For sure. And, I mean, if you think about it, like, these are, like, we talked about, like, they filled that hole of family-friendly theater entertainment. And then they went, and then they started licensing them. And it's, like, it makes sense because, like, schools... I mean, what were they doing? I mean, it's not like they're going to do, like, Spring Awakening.
1: <laughs> or, right. And, and you know what? It took, and, yeah. but for the ones that were really successful, like, for Mary Poppins, only semi-recently have we been able to license that yeah. and utilize that.
0: Well, that one in particular, it would be, I mean, you got to make Mary Poppins fly, so.
1: <laughs> yeah, true. Gotta have You got to have uh, the space.
0: And as we um, learned before, so I stage managed a production of Little Mermaid Junior, and I completely forgot that Rachel was in it.
1: <laughs> wow! <laughs> Speak was, more about how talented I am. <laughs> Rachel was the
0: clamfish, which, was, and I believe you like held a a piece of water. I did a um, lot of
1: set set yeah, helping. A piece yes. of water
0: fabric that you like. Mm-hmm. Yeah, indeed. Yeah. And um, it was an experience.
1: It was a. It was. It was, it, was one. Yeah. I sure. I love this show. I love I love yeah. the original production. There's the a lot of great things about version the original. Because yeah. there's so much good music. Like yes, I have this CD, so... and I when I tell you I yeah. frequently listen to this musical, I yeah. mean I really do.
0: Yeah. Found the additions Below, they, the the additions they added like. I mean, don't even get me started. I'm part of your world. Like, that song is just, like, one of the best songs ever written, so I believe. Good. I think. Yeah, 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 but so things good. they added, like,
1: the I world Want the Good Times
0: okay. Back, She's in Love, um, Her so Voice good. is Amazing, yeah. um, so Positivity good. is So Great, and then...
1: Uh, I love that song so yes. much.
0: One Step Closer, If Only, The Quartet, if such a great song. If Only, it's yeah. so good. So the, the songs they added were just, like... She's in love. Oh, did I mention that one? I don't know, but it's so yeah,
1: good. Yeah, <laughs> you did. But it's okay. We can we can do it again. Yeah. Her voice, I will say, um, I will sing that at my wedding, or someone will sing that at my yeah. wedding. Or all sing for it me at Rachel's wedding. Or we'll all, yeah. like, it'll be like a church service, and we'll all sing it. No, because yeah. then people will mess it up.
0: Well, or, but that yeah.
1: song yeah. is so freaking good. Yeah. yeah. It'll be around. Yeah. yeah. Her voice. <laughs> Uh, so <laughs> so good.
0: good, and this show introduced us, at least me, to the wonderful and almost dare say perfect voice of Sierra Boggess. I mean, she's yeah. like absolutely perfect, and I think she like she's great as Christine, and she's great as other things she's done. But I think Ariel was kind of made for her. Like she's legitimately so perfect in this role. Like I so just
1: good. I I need to just briefly tell the people at I home once it. again a visual. Yeah. So if you're wondering, if you're sitting here wondering how the hell did you put on a musical about mermaids on a stage and yeah. make it look like people are swimming? Well, don't worry. The fashion craze of the early 2000s called Heelys were there to save the day. I actually think it's kind of like it's like a it's like a, you know, like a
0: creative choice that Lion King, it's like just a, like one of those bold creative choices, like what Lion King did.
1: It is and, so wild to me. You know,
0: yeah.
1: I mean, I love it. I just find it so, like, we did not go roller skates. We went Healy's. Crazy. It's amazing. Anyway, okay, so should we talk quickly about who's in this besides Sierra? Who's amazing? She originates Ariel
0: so great ugh! and then uh someone you know norm lewis played um king triton who was amazing sherry renee scott as ursula and then of course of course we cannot not talk about titus burgess as sebastian
1: Titus.
0: one of the first i'm so glad he's like in regular culture now like people know who he is because he's so talented oh my gosh he's amazing yeah also you might
1: you might know him as titus Andromedon from the netflix uh unbreakable kimmy schmidt incredible if you don't know him from other things
0: and uh also you may know him as remy the rat in the ratatouille ratatouille musical
1: and that'll be in two weeks when we talk about that <laughs> oh my god also just want to so shout good. out jonathan
0: friedman who originated the voice of jafar in the aladdin series he played i just want to this is so weird he played cogsworth and beating the beast on stage he originated the role of grimsby in the little mermaid and then he oh originated gosh. the role of jafar on broadway i can't so i'm just what
1: hello it's, just, it's crazy were you it's crazy. okay Yeah, I also find it very interesting. I'm just going to quickly read out the um, international productions of the show. Because once again, the show played, what, 685 performances on Broadway. But there were so many, and it never toured. It is Mm -hmm. still yet to tour. Every day, I hope and pray that we'll see Healy's in our town on the stage in the form of The Little Mermaid. But it had international productions in Israel, in the Philippines, in the Netherlands, in Russia, and Japan, in Denmark, um, in Belgium, in Brazil, in Finland, and in Brazil again. And in Japan, this is insane. It started in 2013 and went to 2017. And then uh, they had a, they like changed their theater of where it was located in Japan. Um, and and that ran for a little while, and then um, moved to another place from 2018 to 2020, and then COVID shut it down. But wait, then but then it's coming back for us. Yeah, but then in April uh, of this year, it started again. Or actually, in November, it started yeah. again of 2021. What the heck?
0: It's crazy. I guess yeah, that's pretty crazy. The Japanese just
1: love Ariel. I mean, who doesn't love The Little Mermaid? Yeah. So, yeah, I just, sure. I, I think that that's, I, I really think, yeah, that's yeah. all I'm going to say. So did we far. say Sherry, Renee, Scott? Because yes, we should have. Yes, we did. Yes. Okay, but great. Uh,
0: what a queen. What a queen.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, we're going to, okay. you know, pause here and quickly talk about a, just a little tiny show we've mentioned before called Peter and the yeah. Starcatcher. Um, which is based on it's a play, not a musical. uh, blasphemy. No, I'm just kidding. Um, about how dare um, we based on the two thousand four novel of the same name, um, by Dave Barry and Ridley Pearson. Um it ran off Broadway in two thousand eleven and then opened on Broadway April fifteenth, twenty twelve and ended its Broadway run january twentieth, twenty thirteen um i have seen this show twice in regional and college productions it is such an incredible so show the script yeah. is amazing i wish people talked about it more it is just such a good script and i hope i get to perform it one day that's all i gotta say
1: <laughs> i love it i know we've yeah. talked about it before yeah. it's a great show mm-hmm. it also has music as we've kind of mentioned um, and yes.
0: it was nominated for nine Tony awards and it won five. Yeah. That's crazy. So cool. that's
1: amazing. Yeah. Amazing. Christian so.
0: Borle. We love him. Go, go check this out. Go, go, you know, some bookstores have, um, scripts. Um, so you can, you can rent it out of your, you can buy it from a bookstore, but then also you can, I think libraries have them too. So you can rent it from your library. Go read this. Cause it's such a good script. It's so, so good.
1: It's so, so good. Yeah. Mm.
0: Pro shot. Uh, pro shot, indeed. Or just a movie. <laughs> oh, that would be so good. Oh, that yeah. would
1: be good. Yeah. Yeah. Okay.
0: All right. The next show we're going to talk about, this was my... F- second show I ever saw on Broadway. I was trying to think. It wasn't my first. Um, it is a dear... Listen, this, this movie is like one of the things that kind of made me fall in love with like musicals and singing and dancing and all of that but this is newsies the musical
1: newsies uh, newsies hey hey i'm walking here.
0: Here. <laughs> hey i'm walking this is the part of the show where we just do accents we
1: just talk and yeah. then a... we, for- we forgot to do we forgot to do a british a accent happens. i think i got I think that one perfect. a little bit better yeah. Yeah. Then I have my Brooklyn
0: accent, isn't oh, very good. Oh, I think that Rachel is a little better than me in 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 the in the, Br- in the British accents. I I what is that? I don't know.
1: I <laughs> always wanted to take it We
0: apologize class. to any British or Brooklyn listeners out there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
1: This is just a stereotype. You know.
0: Yeah. <laughs> It happens. But this or based... any
1: fish who might also be listening. We <laughs> remember right. people You're right. yes. where we did not properly speak in your correct language. Because right. mermaids so sorry, are people. real.
0: And they can't be black, apparently.
1: Oh, too soon. So much <laughs> controversy. Soon.
0: All right. Newsies is based on the 1992 um, film, uh, which was inspired by the 1899 Newsboy strike in New York City. Um, the musical has music and lyrics by Alan Menken and Jack Feldman with a book by Harvey Fierstein.
1: (laughs) That was you trying to be Harvey. Yeah, Yeah,
0: that's me. Um, it opened, it premiered at the paper mill playhouse in 2011. A key player. Mm -hmm. Key player. And then made it to Broadway in 2012, uh, where it played over a thousand performances. Um, opened on March ninth, 2012 and closed on August 19th. At the
1: Nederlander Theater. Yeah.
0: Sorry. Oh, wait. It, it closed on August 24th, 2014. Yes. At the Nederlander Theater. Yeah. So great. Uh, um, I love the show.
1: <laughs> this is my favorite part about yeah. the end of the show. Yeah. They announced that it was going to be the end of the run, um, before, uh, you know, or not the end of the run, but in in 2012, they announced that Jeremy Jordan was going to have to leave because of Smash, which Smash. what a masterpiece. Yeah, but they were worried. They were like worried about who they're going to put in there, and and worried about how it was going to be received. Because we will talk about in a second how perfect Jeremy Jordan is for this role. But don't fear, Corey Cott was. Corey came Cut? in and you yep. saw Jeremy Jordan and I, I saw Corey Cott. Yep, mm-hmm. and so we can both attest to the fact that with either the musical is still so stinking good. So good, yeah, yeah.
0: Um, I love this show, I think it's pretty yeah. flawless to be honest, and I think that's, to, that's because the original source material is so good. I don't know if you knew this ritual, but the movie won. Do you know the Razzies? It won a Razzie. One of What? Word. The Razzies no way. are basically the Oscars, but the basically like worst movie awards. Like it's horror. it's kind of terrible that we even have them. And also, apparently, Bruce Willis has it's. It's like the Bruce Willis Award because he's done so many terrible movies since.
1: Oh my god. In the gosh. last like
0: fifteen years, so they made a whole. That's award. terrible. I know. I know. But yes, the original movie in 1992 won a Razzie Award. It's so crazy. Because wow, it's such that's a, crazy. It's such a, speaking we talked about cult classic last week with Aida. This is such a cult classic, I just got to say. Yeah. Like, the people yeah. that saw it loved it, and it really latched onto it. I mean, it came out, this- like, four years before I was born, but I still loved it.
1: And and the show, the, the stage production is so good. It's just yeah. so good. And it had such a killer cast, which I think is also what's mm-hmm. really, really awesome. And, and, um, you know, the choreography. choreography. And here's yeah. a, the other thing. It, it It's a show... I, uh, I'm trying to say so many things at once. It's
0: okay. We're just excited Thinking about, about the Newsies. Hey, we're excited right. about the Newsies!
1: <laughs> Brooklyn. <laughs> um, No. Like, unlike... <laughs> Unlike Mary Poppins and Beauty and the Beast and... Lion King. Even Tarzan and definitely Lion King. This is about teenage boys. Yeah. Like... This is a show really about, I mean, it's really about politics, but at the, but in reality, the people who right. are leading us through the show are a ginormous group of teenage boys who are singing and dancing and going on strike and having teen angst and dealing with people who are trying to, like, you know, child labor laws. So, like, it's just so very different. The atmosphere of who's coming to this show is so different. The quality. I, this is going to sound bad. The quality of songs, um, the way that they can be sung and the way they can be staged, is so different from yeah. which which we'll talk about also in the next few. So different from how how Beauty and the Beast was. Like, yeah. They're I don't know. They're just different kinds of songs. This has so many big numbers with so many parts that are being played and so much choreography and so much staging, mm-hmm. and none of it has to do at all with costume design, really, or set it sets or lights. It's tr- which is so different than the other things that Disney has produced, which is probably also it probably didn't cost as much
0: right. to
1: produce this show. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to shout out also briefly before I ask you your thoughts, Taylor. I did not know this until we were doing research for this podcast today. That Jay Armstrong Johnson was the original Jack Kelly in the 2010 workshop. Do you know who this is? No. Okay, he was on. He's a dancer. He was in On the Town when we were when we did the Tony Awards talking about okay. On the Town. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He also has been in uh, Phantom of the Opera recently. He mm. was. Shout out to my friends who've seen Quantico on ABC. Mm-hmm. He was in Quantico. He also does the, um, every year he dresses up and does the Hocus Pocus musical numbers mm-hmm. at Studio 54. Anyway, yeah. did not know that he was the original wow. workshop Jack Kelly. Wow. And not to mention Mike Feist, who was Morris oh, DeLance. one, Delancey, one oh, of the Delancey brothers. Delancey, hey, I'm walking here. Um,
0: yeah, <laughs> yeah. So. so this show is incredible. It, I mean, the, the original paper mill run in New Jersey lasted only a month. And I think they were like really underestimating it. Like they had no plans to take it to Broadway. Yeah. And that's, it's just incredible. A little fact here. I want to share the Broadway production costs $5 million to stage, which really is like really cheap. It's that's a really cheap show. And Newsies recouped its initial investment of $5 million in seven months, becoming the fastest of any Disney musical on Broadway to turn a profit. Yeah. Yep. That's crazy. I
1: believe it. Yep. Yeah.
0: Um, yeah. Some other people I want to shout out are Kara Lindsay, who we love, who played Catherine Plummer. Uh, yeah. Ben, ben Fankhauser, who played Davey. And then, of course, the amazing Andrew Keenan-Bolger. Who played Crutchy. Yeah. You guys... If if some of you have, uh, Disney plus, there is a filmed version of this show on Disney. Plus yeah. It's right a pro now. shot. A pro shot. Yep. And it does have Jeremy Jordan. It does have, yes. Um, Ben F- Fankhauser. It has Carol Lindsay and it has, um, uh, Andrew bolger So, and there
1: was a short release that, that happened in 2017 of that pro shot before Disney plus was a thing before it came, yeah. came out. Um, and And it was also on Netflix at one point, but the three day release grossed three point four seven million dollars yeah It's yeah. amazing
0: amazing it's such a it's yeah. such a great show it's I, so this good. is another show I hope I get to do someday
1: <laughs> it's just it's so good, it is it's truly so good. so good, yeah all okay. right,
0: our last two shows let's see if we can get through them. We can do it, yeah, um, our next one is Aladdin premiered in seattle in 2011 uh mm-hmm. out of town uh and then transferred to broadway at the new amsterdam theater on march 20th 2014 um it is the 10th highest grossing broadway production of all time which is crazy having exactly. grossed over That's actually million dollars which is crazy um, yeah. and apparently it's been seen in theaters by about 11 million people worldwide as of September, 2018, which I guess they filmed it and put it in theaters. I do not remember this, but, hmm. um, yeah. So this is based of course on the, uh, 1992 film, Disney film. Um, I have seen this show, but I actually have a crazy story. Rachel, do you know this story? Have I told you this? No. No. Okay. My wife and I had tickets to go see touring production two years ago. Two or three years ago. It must have been three because COVID. Maybe you
1: have told me this. I'm
0: sorry. And we were at the show. We had good seats. It was going okay. I I just got to say, it was okay. It wasn't like... Mm -hmm. I have my thoughts too. I want to share. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's not like the best, to be honest. But we were in... You know, we got to intermission. It was good. And then we we were sitting down track Two, And then like I don't know, 20 minutes into Act 2, this guy at the, so we're sitting on house um, left on the side and this guy on far house right in the front row st- stands up, he has like, I think he has a drink in his hand. He stands up and he starts like walking towards the stage and he literally is like blah blah and then he legitimately jumps on stage <gasps> And as soon, and then I saw a bunch of people running towards the back, like started running. And I was like, and not a lot of people in that section, not a lot of people were noticing what was going on. And even the actors on stage, I don't think they knew what what was going on, but I got so freaked out. I'm such a flight person. I am not a fight, but I was like, we have to go like, something's going to happen. So my wife was like, let's just stay. It's fine. And I just could not like think about it friend i was just i got so anxious about it like he just he just jumped on stage and started and then he walked around to the curtain to the back to backstage
1: what he just just walked backstage he
0: just walked backstage i got so freaked out about it i was like i want to leave so we left and we never (laughs) saw the rest of the show oh my god (laughs) and thankfully my wife you know was like I it's okay, like you know, it's okay that we left. Like I it's fine. Yeah, know you're really Also worried, I
1: think I might have left. But, what would I have done?
0: I don't know. It was it was like in the moment I was like he's like what if something's gonna happen, like a shooting yeah. or like a bomb, it were in D C yeah. it was in D C at the time. Yeah.
1: Like Yeah. I don't know. Or also just, just like a drunk person who gets yes. really like out of it on yeah. the stage, and then we have to stop the whole production yeah. and get an ambulance in here. So None that, of that was the good. thing
0: is that we found out like we kind of Instagrams like kind of tried to figure out what happened, and apparently he was just a drunk guy that like went up on stage and they ended up arresting him and like all these things. So that's um, my Aladdin story.
1: <laughs> that's insane. I do not have the same kind of Aladdin story. Yeah.
0: So I, I have seen like two thirds wow. of the show.
1: <laughs> okay, good. I love that for you. Yeah.
0: And thankfully, we got back to our hotel, and my wife was like, I, it, "The show was just okay." So like, it we was. weren't that upset that we had missed it. To be honest,
1: but... yeah. I also have a hot take like that. I went oh, to see okay. it on Broadway mm-hmm. with my with my friend. Did you see? Because Jean-Tin I Ro? think yes, <gasps> because I think that she really wanted to see it. This was right yeah. after. Potentially, I think right after the Tony Awards. Mm-hmm. I'm going to have to think about it. The playbill's on the wall. I should have just picked it up. Uh, I might do it. Hold on. Okay. September 2016. So, yeah, this is two years after, so definitely.
0: Yeah, two years after, yeah.
1: So, anyway, uh, yeah, I, I, she, my friend really wanted to see it and you know i'm not i'm never here to say we shouldn't see a broadway show so we went to see it we had seen something else also at the same time like the same trip and i just there i you know i didn't love it james monroe was the best part
0: yeah
1: like adam jacobs can also sing but like he was the best part the staging is fine the music there's not much more added so that's yeah. the other thing like there's not much more in my opinion what proud of your boy what the, you know what i mean it just yeah that's and that's the best song that's yeah. the best song yeah. but like it's Which not apparently it was supposed
0: it's, to be in the movie originally yeah was, but it's not song that long was cut from the movie
1: yeah but yeah. like it's not that long of a song anyway i'm i just didn't love it and i not to hate talk courtney reed but like she just doesn't do it for me, and she's mm-hmm. just like pretty, but like I didn't enjoy her singing, yeah. I didn't enjoy yeah. her stage presence. The show is single-handedly carried by Aladdin, they all, by Aladdin and the Genie mostly, right. and Jafar is great, but like, eh. yeah, it just. I don't know. But people love this show. People love people this show. It's a US tour. Show. People yeah. love this show. Well, even the movie, the, the
0: live-action movie, I mean, that made, like, over a billion dollars, like, at the box office. Like, people love this story. And yeah, the, the I think the animated original movie is great. Like, it's fun. It's like, it's cool to have. Yeah. I think Disney at the time really wanted to have, like, something for boys. Like, they had Lion King and This and that was like okay, we can get the little boy marketing in or whatever. But this is
1: a princess show, but that's okay.
0: Well, they also had you know Beauty and the Beast and Little Mermaid, which were for the girls, yeah. But this is
1: a princess show, a lot of it's about a princess. I mean, it's it's about adventure, but like it doesn't feel like a boy show. That's newsies is like
0: yes, newsies is a boy show, but this feels like a yeah. I don't know. I guess not that we need to gender everything. our our no, shows, that's true, but that's true. That's true. But if we were selling to people, <laughs> that
1: yeah, true. I I guess I guess yeah. I, I, guess. Yeah. I know. yeah,
0: it's, it's I'm crazy. I'm not a
1: huge fan. I was no, in I Aladdin Junior, but I, I so I hope everyone knows. I also was in Aladdin
0: Junior, so played the baker. We'll we'll post photos. Don't worry. Um, oh I am happy that James Monroe Iglehart, um won a Tony Award yeah. in 2014. I, I agree. I think
1: it. he gets. I think yeah. he deserves it. And I think the costuming because, was also great.
0: And I think because of this, he's been able to work very consistently since then. So that's yeah. awesome. And I'm happy agree. for that. Um, go check him okay. out, in guys and dolls, right now at the Kennedy Center. <gasps>
1: yeah.
0: <laughs> All right, guys. Our final show, potentially. I mean, Newsies is the amazing. best. Potentially, no. The this best. is the best one. I think this. No,
1: is it best. is a thousand percent. Um, Rachel, this would week. you like to say Next its week.
0: original title?
1: No. <laughs> <laughs>
0: okay. Um. I'll, I'll, so this is the Hunchback of Notre Dame, but the original musical production premiered in Berlin in 1999, and it's De Gluckne von Notre Dame. Yeah. Good
1: job. Yeah. Which translates
0: to the bell ringer. The bell ringer,
1: Could which I like better. That
0: in the show. The yeah, I prefer that. Bell- yeah. yeah. Um, this show is just, I feel like we need a whole other podcast just to talk about the show, which we may. Yeah, we dive. do. We will. We will, yeah, we we will did, deep dive it. We didn't say this at the beginning, but we do have the right. We reserve the right yeah, to deep dive. Right, yeah. To deep dive any of these shows after and don't come at us on social media about it. Um, but this Hugo. show, written by Alan Mencken and Steven Schwartz, which is an incredible, um, you know, team. Teen,
1: combo, teenager. for yeah, real. Combo. And I then know. also,
0: James Lapine wrote the German version of the book. Like, what? What? Incredible. But then Peter Parnell wrote the American version. Why can James Lapine do the American version? I don't understand.
1: It would have been really um, good.
0: Yeah. Based on the Disney movie and the book by Victor Hugo. Honestly, this story takes more. From the book than it does from the Disney version. This musical, absolutely, which I think is so a thousand great.
1: percent, which I think is so funny.
0: Yeah, so it's only had two runs in the states. It's had mm-hmm. uh, its debut at the La Jolla Playhouse in San Diego um, in 2014, and then mm-hmm. went on to run at the Paper Mill Playhouse in 2015, which. Uh, These two hosts went and saw. We got pictures to prove it. (laughs) We do. Oh, my gosh. It says the show closed in April 2015 after it was announced that it would not move to Broadway.
1: Which, okay, so this is the thing. We didn't know that, right, when we were going. We didn't know it wasn't going. No. So the the thing you have to remember is the last Disney show that was at the paper mill transferred to Broadway. Yeah. It was was Newsies and was a success. Yeah. Yeah. So i part of what we were thinking about when we were seeing it is also like can you imagine like that i remember us talking about it like this is like how could this this is gonna be on broadway we're gonna have mm-hmm. seen it before broadway which is yeah. you know yeah. every theater kid's dream yeah. is to see a show which, before which it at goes the time we
0: also had we could have seen hamilton before it went to broadway we all because it yeah. was off broadway at the time we don't like to talk about rips, it. R-I-P-S. yeah yeah um,
1: but I do want to say that, it, and it was so good. The show is so good. The songs so are so good. freaking Ugh. phenomenal. Yeah, I and would we argue are this still, is still. I'm still upset. Yeah,
0: I would argue this is probably the most underrated Disney film. It is 100%. such a great film. It is so good. The music is incredible. Um. Yeah, I love this show. I. I mean, the cast was incredible, and I love.
1: I love the show because I think it's better than the, the, the film version. Yeah. 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 I love it.
0: Music's so good. Just go and take a listen to the cast album because I remember working out at the gym in college and then the final song came on and I literally was about to cry at the gym. Just sobbing. Yeah. (laughs) And I was like, why am I doing this? Bring a tissue oh it's such a good um i want to shout out yeah i mean i mean even seeing that show the the show live it was just like how is this not going like gonna go anywhere after we found out like it's just yeah what a shame i hope it comes back at some point yeah um want to shout out the the cast here of course michael arden as quasimodo um who's gone on to do some amazing directing which is really cool yeah, um, Patrick Page, who has gone on to do Hades Town, among other things, and then um, Sierra Bine as Esmeralda. Uh, Patrick Page, so good. Claude Frollo. Uh, it's such. It's so good. What a shame that it didn't transfer, though. It's so sad. I, I just know. wish. I just wish more people would see it, and I feel like even the Disney movie is like. Like they keep talking about doing a live action version, and it's like, and
1: we're like, just yeah. do the stage production on Broadway. Well, and apparently,
0: Josh Gad might play Quasimodo in the <gasps> live action version. Uh, uh, I know, I know, I don't know how I feel about it. I just gotta say, I
1: I just want I just want this I I want this these songs I want this version. Yeah. It's just so much more holistic. It is, but I mean, it is more adult there yeah yeah this, but even this the Disney is a,
0: movie is more adult i mean
1: no I, a, I i i get a goat, i get you but
0: there's no goat in this version
1: <laughs> i get you i just i think that this has similar Les Mis energy it makes yes. sense victor yes. hugo but yeah, yeah. and sure. i think that that's what we should view it as and we I mean, don't spoiler basically everyone that dies
0: i mean just like Les Mis. spoiler
1: so. you know we love yeah. a good tragedy yeah
0: we do love a good tragedy anyway, here on Theater I know. I
1: know.
0: Oh, uh, wow. I feel like we just like, I feel like I like ran a marathon or something. I've never done I that, know. but it feels like we talked about a lot.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I've never run a marathon, but yeah. if I had, this is yeah. what
0: it feels like. This is, this is what it feels like, right? Um, guys, let us know what you thought about our, our, you know, as I called it last week, side dive into the, the uh, Disney Theatrical Productions. I'd, I'd like to call this the, the mid-section.
1: The mid-section of mid-section. Disney Theatrical. Yeah. Next, next, next week yeah. we'll talk about the the tail section. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> the tail and the future. What is the future of Disney Theatrical? The wings? Who knows? I don't know. Who knows? Rachel, thank you for having this. this. Discussion. Thank you,
1: Tay.
0: Oh, yeah. It's so wonderful. Alright, Rachel. Let's talk about <laughs> character of the week Mm. Mm. character of the week (laughs) we're going off the rails this episode
1: the problem is when both of us yeah first of all we're both tired the second part is when we both try and clap and snap at the same time it's gonna be off anyway i promise we're not this ridden. what
0: we're sober that's all i want to say
1: Well, it just sounds like we can't keep rhythm, and I'm like, that's not true, but it maybe is true, but that's okay. So this is a segment (laughs) where... (laughs) Oh my gosh. Okay. This is a segment where Taylor and I uh, pick a theater character that we're feeling like for this week, so we think, how are we feeling, which is clearly crazy, and uh, what theater character embodies the same feelings and vibes.
0: That's right. And we would also love to hear about your thoughts on Disney Theatrical, everything from Mary Poppins all the way up to Hunchback. Uh, And we would also love to hear your characters this week. So comment on our social media pages. Tell us who you are this week and you may get a shout out on a future episode. Rachel, are you ready for my character of the week?
1: Let me know. What is it? What are you? Who are you? Who am I? Great question. Two, four, six, Um,
0: (laughs) So we talked about before about, you know, maybe cheating a little bit on some episodes. I'm cheating a little bit this episode, and I'm actually two characters (sighs) this week. But they really go hand in hand. And this week I'm thinking, I'm feeling and thinking, um, just I've been a little, like, lazy. I've had some work days at home this week. I've just Hmm. been, you know, lounging around, maybe um, feeling like my life, you know, no worries for the rest of our days, because (gasps) I am Timon and Pumbaa from The Lion King. It means (laughs) no worries for the rest of your day. Hakuna Matata, baby. That's how I'm feeling this week.
1: Oh, that's amazing. Yeah. I love that. Thank you. I couldn't think of a better duo. For you to be.
0: I know, I know. And shout out to Disney, you know, here we go. Yeah, Um, Disney. Last week I was Nickelodeon. This week I'm Disney.
1: (laughs) That's spicy. Last Um, week was spicy. Yeah,
0: next week I'll be Cartoon Network. (laughs) (laughs) Um Rachel, who is your character this week?
1: Yeah. Wow. Well I'm I'm also sticking with the Disney theme. And I'm just feeling like I have lots of tasks that I need to do. And not Mm -hmm. all of those are work-related tasks, but just like a lot of things, as I've said, probably too much at this point, started a new job. So I'm just trying to like learn how things go. And we have an event next week. And then we have another event at the end of the month. And, you know, I'm like, what are we doing? And Mm -hmm. thankfully, other people totally know what they're doing. Um, But I am this person because I also sometimes feel like, you know, as a woman, we feel like we have imposter syndrome in spaces where we totally shouldn't and we should just be confident in the fact that we do know what we're doing. At least we can fake it till we make it. And I am Catherine Plummer from Newsies.
0: Oh, yes. Watch what happens.
1: Yeah, just watch what happens. Just
0: watch what happens. She She also can can tap
1: dance. So,
0: yeah. Uh, one of these days, we'll get Rachel to do a video of herself tap dancing on. And no. Put it on social media. <laughs> it's gonna happen. No. Well, oh, I love that, Catherine Plummer. What a what a wonderful. Uh, so I mean, fun. and if you listen back to our Dream Roll episodes, Catherine Plummer was a character that I thought Rachel should play one it's day. True. So hopefully, it'll come to. So fruition. we'll
1: see. Fingers crossed. Yeah. You'll be Timon and Pumbaa, and I'll be Catherine. <laughs>
0: Wow, what a acid trip that would be. Uh, really if you amazing. guys would like to join in on our discussion, either on Disney Theatrical or your Characters of the Week or just any theater news, you guys, comment on our social media pages, check us out. Also on our website, theaternerdpod.com, or you can also find us on Instagram and Twitter at Theater Nerd Pod and on Facebook at Theater Nerd Podcast.
1: Thank you all for joining us, and we'll see you next week. Acuna. It's no worries. Ah, I forgot the word. Um, (laughs) Watch what
0: what happens. happens.